I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seventy years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. I didn't think. All right, let, let's get right to it. Oh, it was a great day to be on the Bob Ryan Jeff Goodman Tangway Long Drive podcast Zoomcast. However, you consume this product because it is the day of the Celtics season over which was phenomenal last night. Also honoring the great Bill Russell. Uh, my two colleagues were there. Uh, but first I have to tell you, we are brought to you by Bet Online. They are the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info and by AG1 Athletic Greens. Get your day, get your week started right with Athletic Greens. Okay guys, Bob, you were there last night. I was watching it on TV. Uh, you know, the number six on the floor to me, took my, it, I was speechless. So I can't <laughs> imagine what it was like to be there. Well, you can't take it. You can't see it. It doesn't show up well in person. First of all, it's a TV made for TV uh, effect. Okay. That's what I'm just saying. I, right. I, 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 when I watched the exhibition or not, I saw it. When I was sitting in my seat last night, my, my, my daughter was with me and I said, it's there. Look, you got to look. All right. Anyway, it's a great idea. It shows up great on TV. It was who, uh, whoever orchestrated the proceeding. I don't know what member of the Selka organization or, or how many well, my congratulations, my, my, my absolute admiration. They did a really good job. They got, it was a wonderful sir, uh, festive evening and, and they did a terrific job. And, and I salute them all for, for, for doing it right. And, um, you know, I thought, I would think Jeff would agree. It was a, they, they handled the Russell part great. Yeah. I mean, it, from, from Jalen Brown, Jalen uh, Brown, from the poet, I, I can't remember her name. Oh, that was Wow, like, she got my attention. Well, the passion, yeah, the passion that she had uh, when when reciting it was was awesome. And then the song, uh, I think it was Aloe Black. Uh, yeah, yeah. That song kind of captured it too. So it had a little bit of everything. And then I thought it was really nice that that the Celtics didn't do anything flashy for the pregame. Uh, there was no know, pregame introduction. Uh, nothing. My daughter said to me on the way out, did you notice something different about the game? And I'm thinking, there were no introductions. There were no stuff at timeouts, no dancing girls, no run, no, no No. banners. It was a, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was. Hint, hint, But you know, that's the last time it'll be like that forever. We'll be back to the usual horse shit. 
you know, when the next home game comes and all the stuff for the people who really aren't interested in the game, you know, and, and which of course is about 50% of the crowd, you know, not last night though. They were into it last night. I, and- I think it's just sad that we didn't, you know, on the night when they honored Bill Russell, that Robert Williams didn't take the court. You know, like your 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 current day, your modern day version, Bob. Yeah, we had no right. We absolutely oh, the, the first. You know, you know, excuse me, bitter sports writers. You can't let a great moment just live for a second. Cynicism, <laughs> good bit, cynicism sneaks in. You know. Well, uh, uh, but let's talk about the game, though. So obviously, with with Russ, and I think you know, you guys know how I feel. I. It, it, to me, LeBron should say, I'm not wearing six. Nobody should wear six. I, but that's not going to happen. It was a great night. The Celtics did it right in so many ways. I love the floor. Uh, it was phenomenal. But now let's get to this win. Okay, here, guys, because I know it's game one. I know. But I'm telling you right now, and Jeff, I'm going to start with you on this one. They made a statement. Third quarter. Marcus gets out. Marcus gets into it with a beat, right? And I thought Marcus was being a little bit of a juvenile oh. on there. You know, he was – that was all on Marcus. But they came out firing, and they blew the sixes off the floor in the second half. I know it's game one, but a year yeah. ago this time, this team wasn't doing that. Well, no, you're right. You're right. I agree with all that, but, like, a statement. I don't know if you're making a statement in game one that you beat the Sixers at home. But but yes, you're right. A year ago, not at this time, but a year ago, 30 games into the season, think of how frustrated we hated this team. Everybody in Boston hated this team. And, and I'm finally going to admit something, Bob. Uh-oh. I'm finally going to admit something. All right, so for the last three years, I've been adamant about saying, they should trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal. Three years ago, I said it. Two years ago, I said it. <laughs> Last year at this time, I said it. And now, finally, I'm going to say they should not trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal. That Jalen Brown is a better overall basketball player on a better contract than Bradley Beal. Jalen Brown has gotten much better. He was great last night about his decision-making. You know, he struggled early. To, you know, he missed some threes, but but then he, I thought he showed maturity. Instead of keeping continuing to jack up threes, he did what he does well, right? He got out in transition. He finished. He got that kind of foul line pull up going, that mid range pull up. Um, Jalen Brown, to me, I, I feel like has established himself as a, as an NBA All Star now. I do. I think he's one of the top twenty five players in the game. And I think now when you put Jason Tatum, who I think is continuing to mature, and I know we'll get to the technicals, so mature is a a different word. In his game, his game is continuing to mature. 12 rebounds last night. Doesn't force it. More efficient. And I think he's on a mission this year. I think he's on an absolute mission this year. And he's going to show people that, you know what, Um, you called me soft at the end of the year when it mattered most. I'm going to show that I'm not soft. And I think he was hurt last year, too, at the end. Well, you yeah, we found out, Jeff, due to your reporting, I think it became obvious he was much more. He was injured to a greater degree than we understood. Bob, go ahead. Well, we wondered how he was going to react to the uh, to the uh, 
scrutiny that he received after the finals uh, and, and, you know, that, that he underperformed and, and we all, we all, the world knows it. And, and he heard it, he had to listen to it all, all summer and, and, and how he was going to react. This was a great question. Yeah, we saw some of it in the exhibitions, but I thought that if he's going to, I'll take that game 81 more times. I'll put out what I'm going to say. Wow. I'll take the game that he played. I'll take that from him. I'll take it from the group, of course, you know, but um, he attacked the rim with, with, uh, you know, and showed his great, I mean, he's such a good athlete. Uh, he had a great left-hand finish last night. That was not, <laughs> it was really a, a, a 9.2 on a 10 scale. And, uh, the mix up with his with his uh, outside shooting. They all and by by he and Brown and uh, Brogdon for uh, and even uh, attacked the rim really well last night. Um, they 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 played an intelligent game. Now uh, um, I was a, the only little dip near the end of the half, but and then oh I got to get to the what were you thinking, Jeff? There was murmur where I was, and I was uh, getting ready to you know with that lineup that started the fourth quarter and how long he kept them out there. That, yeah, I mean, that, I, that was right. What, what, what was the buzz on that one? Yeah. I mean, I, I think yeah, everybody was kind of scratching their head. Jeff, just what was the lineup of the fourth for the viewers? Yeah, Bob, what were you, it was you Hauser. Playing? It was Hauser, uh, 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 white. Uh, it was a one starter. The only starter was white. Okay, fine. Was it Bonley? All right. It was Bonley. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> the only starter was White. Fine. Well, I, I think, again, it's it's hard right now because, you know, you're talking about you, you can't play Hort for big minutes. You're, you're going to make a conscious effort not oh, to do that. So if you can't do that, and, Von, you know, Vonley picked up – he got in foul trouble right away. Now, I give him credit. He gave 20 gutsy, tough minutes, uh, the pride of Haverhill who's out of the league for a little while, went at Embiid and didn't back down. And, and I thought, honestly, I thought they did an, I thought that was kind of where the game was won to some degree. Embiid at 26 and 15, but it was a hard-fought 26 and 15. And against that front line, to be honest, you'd expect Embiid to go for 40 and 20. Well, he's had his way with the Celtics over the last right. three years, and I, I, that was very encouraging. Uh, and, uh, but anyway, I it, 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 I know how the ebb and flow of an NBA go, yeah. game goes, and I got to see. God knows, I've seen enough of them. This is my start last year. By the way, it's my starting my 59th year of Celtic basketball last year. Last night, wow. <laughs> but, well, October 17th, 1964 was my uh, old Garden debut. You know, my we saw that on Twitter. The tickets. Yeah, I, 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 you saw it. I saw you. You checked in with that. Thank yeah, you. Somebody on Twitter, Bob, Jeff, you might have seen it. When somebody on Twitter retweeted it and said, "Can I put that on my iPhone?" Try to get in with that. <laughs> Try to get in with that. <laughs> that was funny. I did see that. Anyway, um... I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, anyway, they had a lineup that, and I was going to help. And the lead, at one point, the lead had a chance to get down to five. Yep. <laughs> and they, were eight, they were eight with the ball. Anyway, it all worked out. And and and, that, and that's fine. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Now, uh, overall, um, I, I was let's talk about um, the, the Brogdon. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it was a glimpse of what what he's going to bring. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. A just little bit of everything. High IQ, Bob. He's a basketball player. Yeah. That's what he is, folks. He's a basketball player. He knows how to play this yep. game. He makes everybody around him better. You know, and and he's rusty. You can see it, like. He had a couple plays right out of the gate where he was loose with the ball. He missed one uh, driving layup. But but Malcolm Brogdon is about as solid in every phase of uh, the game on and off the court as you're going to find. And Derek White, like high, high character, locker room guy. Uh, I love Grant, except the fact that Grant does not shut up now to the referees. Oh, oh he – I might. It's insane. And and it doesn't surprise me because if you know Grant, and I'll give you a story dating back three years ago before the pandemic, rookie year, and I know Grant a little bit, and I'm in the locker room, and they tell you, you know, locker room's closed, and the, the PR people are, are telling me you got to leave. And Grant is still talking to me. And I'm like, no, no, yell at him, yell at him to stop talking. And, and that's Grant Williams. He can't stop talking and he means well, but he's got to understand, like, you're the seventh man on a team right now. You can't. And he's trying to explain his case. He's not necessarily always trying to, like, yell and scream and throw his arms up like Tatum used to do when he was younger. But Grant wants to explain how every foul was not a foul. And it's like, Grant, just shut up or you're never going to get a call in this league. You're a seventh man. Right. Right. Yeah. No, he uh, it's got, it, it was evident. But um, he was good. He was I, good. The bench. I oh, you're okay. never going to see Peyton Pritchard again, are you? Oh, he's no, he, no, 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 no. I, I thought about no. that. And we love him, but that's come on. Right. You shouldn't see him. I mean, you shouldn't really see him anymore. Yeah. I mean, if you're a contender, you know, probably. So how, so, I mean, you know, the personalities well, Jeff, how, how do Marcus and Brogdon get along? How does that work? Is that going to be okay? Oh, Brock, Brogdon. Yeah. Like that's the beauty of, of Brogdon and, and to me, Derek White, like they just get along with everybody. They're, they're quality, high character and grand news too. He gets along with everybody other than probably some refs. Um, who are tired of them. But those three guys are guys that are going to accept their role and they're going to be great locker room guys. And they're all about winning and team. I talked to Brogdon about it last night and he doesn't care coming off the bench. He knows he's going to get minutes when they matter. He'll probably be in the game, you know, most games when, when it's crunch time. And especially now, again, because they, they got to go small a lot. They, their best lineup really – I mean, again, Hortford is probably the best lineup at the five, but when he's not in there, you you probably got to go small because Noah Vonley, yeah, against certain bigs like Embiid, you got to play him. But against a lot of other bigs, you're not going to have to play Vonley or Blake Griffin. You honestly might just go with Jason Tatum a little bit at the five. You know, I wouldn't be averse to that. The way the game is now, I wouldn't be. You know, I think you'll see a mix and match of that nature. I was thinking last night, you know, 
if the NBA uh, were decided on what team had the, the most, the highest GPA and the most future politicians, the Celtics would go undefeated. <laughs> Great. You're right. Brogdon, Grant, Jalen. Yeah. And I, I think, listen, and, and I saw people tweeted it last night. Um, Jason Tatum has really, again, has really matured as a person and become more comfortable in his own skin. He was, as media people will tell me, and I've known Jason since he was a sophomore in high school, so I have a little bit of a different relationship with him, and I can mess around with him and have fun. But but people would say, like, he was not a good quote at all when he was younger. Because, again, he was quiet to himself. He was probably scared to talk a little bit. Uh, now he's really come out of his shell and assumed more of a leadership role. And uh, the other thing, guys, we haven't talked about, and we need to, Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula. Yeah, yeah. First so, win. So here's the question here, Jeff. Does the coach matter? Yeah, of course the coach matters. Well, I mean, is there a difference between he and Ime? Yes, mean, there's a difference. There's a difference. But but it matters because, you know, you, you look at, again, rotations and how you're going to utilize, you know, Derek White and, and Brogdon. And if you're going to play small, if you're going to go big against certain teams and which buttons to push. And I think it's more than anything with this group, it's that. It's right now Joe Mazzulli's got the respect, but wait till they go through a three, five-game losing streak, and then how does he handle them? And I, I love Joe, um, but that's what, that's what everybody wants to see. I learned a long time ago in this league that the, the, the best scenario is when there's no question about who should be playing, how, how, who's the starter, who's the sixth man, what the role player is. The ideal team, I always thought, had a starting line five that was evident to everyone. And then coming off the bench, um, a useful two-position player, if you had one, you know, whether it was a, a four-five or a three-four or two-three, all right. And then a then specialist, a rebound specialist, a shooter, a defender, and it ends at eight and maybe nine, and you don't have to worry about. And, and the other guys understand why they're there, which is to practice and carry the gym bag, you know. And then, all right, but well, the worst scenario and the hardest is the one that Joe Mazzulla hasn't heard. He's got all kinds of mix and match possibilities and responsibilities during games and, and especially without Robert Williams now, you know, and, and as you said, uh, there was a point last night when indeed uh, when uh, with Horford on the bench already and Bonley picked up four, who came in Grant Williams. Yeah. Now you're you're going small, real small. And uh, it, it wasn't Griffin. It was Grant Williams. And, and so this is not an easy, this uh, Garrett is going to be a very tricky team to coach and it's going to be, He's going to be open for second, third, fourth, and fifth guessing from all kinds of people as the season. But, but not if, hey, hey, not if Tatum and Jalen Brown go for uh, a combined 70 every night. They'll be yes. okay. There won't be much second guessing then, Bob. I want to talk about one aspect of the game. Let me interject this observation for both of you here. And, and Bob, I'll let you go with this one first. Yeah. What I saw last night, and what I've seen this preseason, again, from afar, you know, sitting on my ass, is that there seems to be more of a presence of the players. To Jeff's point, Tatum is matured. Brown, every offseason, you know, God bless you, Adam Brown, because every offseason he comes back better, right? So what I saw last night, and again, it's a small, it's a small, it's a, a small sample size, is I saw a team with some player leadership where, as we all know, the reason why the great coaches were great 
Red had Russ. So if he got Russ, he was good. You know, uh, Pop had Duncan. If he had Duncan, he was good. So now I see Tatum and Brown kind of filling that role where it's almost like if those two guys are with the coach, Bob, he's going to be fine. And I see a difference in maturity with this team that I think it is going to make it easier for him. Your well, that's the modern NBA. That is the new dynamic of the, that you that you better if you're the coach you better have your best player or in this case these two best players on your side. That's just the dynamic. And and remember that as the very first person I saw quoted in the aftermath of the Odoka news was about on the subject of Missoula was Jason Tatum yeah, offering his offering his full endorsement. Love the guy, you know, and, and respect the guy and all that. And I said, oh, that's good. <laughs> in this day and age. To get the endorsement from your 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 star, you know, I'm yeah, no, you make a very good point, and I did, but I don't think it's a, it's, it's exclusive to the Boston Celtics. This is the way the world is evolved, you know, and and uh, and, and the NBA uh, to a very large degree. This this support of the of the of the uh, the key. He's player. got pros though. Like the great thing about Missoula is, again, you've got Al Horford, you've got mm-hmm. Malcolm Brogdon, you've got Derek White. Those are three of your top eight right there they're not complaining about anything. Those guys are going to be as coachable as coachable can be. Yeah, Marcus Smart's flammable. He's got to probably – but my guess is Missoula's got a, probably a pretty good relationship already with Smart, um, but he's got to figure out how to handle him. And, and the ego's a little bit of Tatum and Jalen Brown. But really, what you're going to let them go. I mean, what, what are you going to worry about Tatum and, and Jalen Brown all that much for? So I, I think he walked into a good situation in a way because of the, the the maturity, if he walked into it two, three years ago, yeah, Tatum and Jalen Brown yeah. weren't really as mature as they are now. The hard part for Missoula is he also walked into expectations without Robert Williams. Yeah, well, right. and people, I just hope people understand that. And 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 the, I, you know, I talked to Brad the other day, and 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 with on the podcast we did for abcd people and um uh you know he's saying you know quite frankly without robert williams they, they need to tread water and, and and you know and do the very very best they can understanding that you know they're a different team and 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 that he, he represents something that you know makes them a great team and and uh, now I'm, that's my specific phraseology there but but basically the concept of treading water that was his and and yeah, and, if they play forty games, Bob. Bob, if they play forty games and they go twenty five and fifteen, yeah, I hope. I hope. Right? People, yeah. Now, so you know, now that they teased people a little bit last night. It was a wonderful performance. That's great. There's going to be, you know, now they're going to go on the road right away. So let's find out against a good team. I think still a good team, Miami. And uh, well, you know, that's we're not going to find out. But we're going to see a different right. circumstance. Okay, you know, I got to bring up one thing that jumped out at me. And, 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 and hallelujah, late in the game, um, there was a timeout and I'm looking up at the big board with all the, you know, the stats and the, what, what was the biggest lament that we had in the finals as it evolved last year, the finals specifically, what aspect of the game was having us tear? What, if we had hair to tear out the tear turnovers, out? thank turnovers. you. Yeah. The turnovers, they had eight turnovers at that point in the game, yeah. very late in the game, eight. And yeah, like I said, Jalen, listen, you're bringing on Malcolm Brogdon. That helps right unto itself because he doesn't make a lot of unforced errors. And number two, Jalen Brown was much better 
with his decision. I didn't remember one time. He lost the ball once on a, a, mis- a midcourt without pressure, um, you know, a du- but I don't remember him dribbling into a pack. Nope, right. he did now, not. Right. Now, it was what, the way he continually did against the Warriors. Now, is that a product of how the Warriors guarded him as opposed no, to the whole playoffs? If you remember, it wasn't just the Warriors. Yeah, right. It was so, the entire postseason. I don't remember one time when he dribbled into Me the too. pack last night. Now, yes. they, they, Philly's transition defense was awful. I'm sure if I'm guessing that Doc's, that's Doc's number one lecture today to his guys will be your transition defense. If they're going to play transition defense like that, then, then you know, they're going to be in trouble. This episode of the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview fast and free. What I love most about LinkedIn is their range. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash scribe. That's linkedin.com slash scribe to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, now, let me just let's have a few words about them because we're going to have to live with them. James Harden looked pretty damn good. He did. He, he did. looked good. I mean, he, yeah. made, he got, you know, his house is, is a 76 or high, 35. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I, he made it look so easy, dude, in a hardened way. You know, five out of nine on threes with that step back. Anyway, you know, anyway, he looked good. If you're a Philly fan, that's the one. And the other thing is, and I have been a paid up member, Jeff. I'm not on the board yet, but I'm a, I'm, I'm on the regional um, board of the Maxi fan club. I love Maxi. Oh, I've loved him from the first time I saw him in Kentucky. And he can, he scares me. He go. He's good. All right. So what do you think of, of both of you guys? I've always been a big MB guy. Okay. Always. Um, last night. I think frustrated me. I've never been so frustrated watching Joel Embiid as I was last night because well, I think I, I know that he can shoot the three, but I hate to see it a lot. I still think that if you're a big, you got to get down low and that's where you can do your most damage. You can get to the foul line. You can wear out the defense. Yeah. If you're making the threes and I thought some of his threes took them out of the game last night. So that's where I get frustrated. I think, I think he, when you're a big like that, the three should be a complimentary part of the game. Well, especially, again, when you're looking across and you're seeing 36-year-old Al Horford and Noah Vonley, who wasn't in the league, you know, a month ago, and Blake Griffin, who's, let's face it, like he's a shell of what he used to be. Sure. Uh, so if I'm Joel, yeah, I'm going down and doing some work down there, number one. And my, my other complaint of Joel, and it's with a lot of NBA players, like he gets so many calls – And then he complains about the few he doesn't get. (laughs) He complains about every one of them and he's flopping and throwing his body around. And it's like, well, man, you're bigger than everybody. Like, like just play the game. Just like, it was the first time that I was like enough. And I say it, people say to me, like, you know, you're getting old now. You're complaining about all these guys. 
that complain throughout the whole game. Every superstar, all they do is bitch and moan to the refs. I just don't remember it ever being this bad, Bob. Do you? Um, it, uh, yes. It, I've seen some, you know, we, but no, I think it's, it's, uh, yeah. And of course it's exacerbated now because they know they're, they know there's an option that they want to have implemented, which is the review. And by the way, I got to, I want to talk about one play. The, yeah. the, uh, the, the review in which the call was rescinded. Yeah. And it was obvious because he never touched him. Right, Horford on. But the technical that was the result of the call was not rescinded. They'll they'll appeal that. I would assume the Celtics will appeal that. I'm saying, wait a minute. You you know that there'd be no, he wouldn't go to bitch if they hadn't blown the call so badly, although he does bitch about everything. So you're right. But anyway, that's all. And uh, yeah, right. That could probably have that. So, so, but I, I, um, we got to wrap this up because we got to move on. But uh, Tatum on his uh, becoming more dramatic or, you know, uh, more present with the officials. Yeah, good thoughts. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jason's made his bed. I've said this for years. He made his bed with the officials when he was young and unproven. And every call he didn't like, he would throw up his arms. And I think he's actually gotten better overall, for the most part, of not throwing up his arms (laughs) and instead talking to the officials and not showing them up. But again, I've had several conversations with him over the years about this. And it's crazy because – for how even keel Jason Tatum is off the court, he said to me, he's like, I just can't, I can't control myself when it comes to this. It's like the only thing you ever see him get emotional about yeah. is with the refs. And I just think, again, you make your bed when you're younger and it's hard for refs to change their thoughts on some of these players. They, they have it when they're younger. And again, it's why Giannis gets every call. Why? Because he never complains. Everybody's like, well, why does Giannis get every call? Well, listen, when he was younger, he never complained. So now they give him calls because he, he honestly they like him. It's funny. Ah. I, I I got home, flipped on the other game, and and within a minute of what I kind I flipped on, there was a moment and LeBron is ah! LeBron. <laughs> it was the first thing I saw was LeBron. Going like, come on, like Luke Luke is brutal. LeBron, I mean, most of the stars are. That's why I respect the ones who don't complain. I always think Chris, Chris Paul does it as well as anybody because he doesn't complain. He just goes up to the ref and doesn't shut up, but he does it in a way that at least it's never showing up the official. Well, to answer you a, a sort of kind of kind of half answer a question you asked five minutes ago, one of the first uh, you know, lines I heard when I started covering the league in 1969 was Oscar Roberts has been in the league 10 years and he's never committed a foul. Uh, so it's not, it's, this has been part of the NBA for a long time. Yeah. It's just, it, I think it just, it, it goes to like almost every, not just superstar now. Like I said, it, it's gone down to the seventh man of the Boston Celtics. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah you're right. Okay, guys, we're going to get to the Lakers and Warriors coming up. But first, we have to tell you that our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. They got the latest odds. Uh, hey, Major League Baseball, they got some great stuff going on. Bob Ryan's following that stuff. Fights and all the NFL information you need and NFL odds. Betting on Brady, folks? Betting on Brady? Uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs. Live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas casino and poker it's really easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device and sign up 
Use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Look good, feel good, folks. Athletic Greens going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supported vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While they taste great, you're going to sleep better. You're going to recover better. Mental clarity. It costs less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash hoops. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash hoops to take your ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, so while we continue with the theme of hyperbole, Bob Ryan, statement game by the Warriors last night over the Lakers. What a... I'm sorry. The, I, I said statement game by the Warriors. Oh, oh. <laughs> let me and let me say this. I, mean, I just I, I do think that you saw what the problem is. The Lakers have two guys. That's it. I mean, the Lakers have two guys, LeBron and Anthony Davis. They gave you numbers and they still couldn't win. And their bench is all members of the basketball witness protection program, by the way. I mean, for the most part. Um, I looked at the bottom of the roster today and I said, oh, really? Who? Okay. Now, um, first of all, uh, I never for a second had any worries or doubts about Draymond Green and Poole playing together, getting together, doing the right thing. Uh, You know, I think that thing, anybody that thought that that was going to have a deleterious effect on their play on the court doesn't understand Green, number one at all, I don't think. And and, and what we're learning about pool. So they're going to be fine. Uh, I'm going to know because I didn't see enough of the game. Uh, Jeff has been, you know, he's 10 times more knowledgeable about Wiseman. Did you see anything? Uh, did you get to see all Jeff? And did you see how he looked or anything about him? Yeah, I, I didn't see that much of a game either because I was obviously. Yeah, you were obviously you're waiting, for, you're waiting for Godot to come out right. and have a question. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, Wiseman finished he's 16 minutes. I think he played a lot of garbage time, but he had he had eight points and seven rebounds um, and a block in 16 minutes. Uh, I, I just think they're going to ease him in. Uh, and again, Steve Kerr is smart enough to pick his spots with Wiseman, get his confidence up as a young player. And that that's the one thing you worry about with Wiseman. He is a sweet kid. He's not a killer by any means in terms of like the killer instinct, he, he really doesn't have that. So I, I think Steve Kerr is going to approach him a little bit differently and make sure he's got his confidence, but yeah, you're right. You look at the difference in these teams and, and look at the bench, right? Like Kendrick Nunn, Austin Reeves was a nice player in college, but undrafted. I think Matt Ryan, who couldn't get off the bench here in Boston in their second unit last year. And then you go the other way, Jordan Poole, DiVincenzo, Wiseman, Moses Moody, Kaminga, um, to Michael Green, who's been a veteran in the league for a long time. It's a big, like the Warriors are loaded in that second unit and the Lakers have nothing. And even starters, right? Westbrook, you know, Westbrook coming off the bench, I guess. But, you know, Lonnie Walker and Patrick Beverly as your starting backcourt. Like, come on. Come on, right. No, no, they're, they're not. They'll be lucky to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you're and, right. And, and God forbid, they're one of the other two. The okay, when they bring Bronny in, then, then you know, I'll, I'll – <laughs> that, That'll be good. And, no, they're not a factor. If either one is good, you know, to me, listen, you know, to me it's great for the league that you have to have a team to win. I don't know. I, I, I think you guys share my enthusiasm, 
the fact that last night's game had a lot of ball distribution um, and that you see a lot of teams with strong benches. And when you look at a team now, I don't necessarily, sure, you could look at Milwaukee and you could say, you know, they got the free, but, but, and they got this guy. When you look at the Celtics, you know, you could say they got Tatum, but, you know, you look at the Lakers and they go, yeah, they have these two stars, but they're, the basketball, I think, right now is so much better. I really do, Bob. I think the league, the, the quality of the game is better. Not, not, I mean, you know, it's just a, yeah, the talent, the skilled level is, is tremendous. Uh, you know, I, and, but when, you know, my objection, I want a little more balance, you know, the obsession with threes, cranking threes, uh, uh, always, 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 and not, you know, you know, that's, but that's, well, that'll never go away, but I lost that bad. battle. I, love, yeah, I, I love that. Like, but I don't think the league now is where you say, okay, well, this team has LeBron, this team has Durant, they're going to meet in the finals. But there's guys, no, there's guys. It's not happening anymore, which is good for business. There's guys you want to see play. I want to. Here's see. the problem. Here's the problem. The Lakers too is is again, you can accumulate talent, but you need fit, and and you need to fit today's game. And LeBron's not a great shooter. We know that. Anthony Davis can make some threes, but that's that's again not his game anymore. Uh, it, it really never was. He had some some moments there, and, and you go in with with again Westbrook and and Pat Beverly, like those two can't shoot. And, and Lonnie Walker is a good, talented young player, but also not a shooter. So you've got like <laughs> almost five guys that none of which are known to space the court. Like it's just it's it's a bad it's a bad job of putting guys around LeBron right. and, and then and then you look at what the team they were playing and it had nothing but you right. know Shooting in, everywhere. in addition to Curry and Thompson Wiggins making threes and Poole didn't do it yeah. I mean they got they got it's so anyway you're right that's uh, contagious well, Aaron, what'd, you guys still... make of, what'd you guys make of Westbrook I think Bob wanted to talk Westbrook said that he had never come off the bench before that's why he pulled his hamstring uh I I I'm club I, who, who who are you talking about who who I don't want to talk about him <laughs> Uh, Russell Westbrook, I'm bored with. I'm sorry, bored with him. I mean, the time how about hey, how about the fact that um, once you get older, Russ, you, you might have to. You know, I I know from experience now. You know, hurt my quad two weeks ago. It still can barely walk. Like Russ, you're getting a little older now. Like you, you might have to take care of your body a little bit different and do some different things. Whether you're coming off the bench, whether you're starting, whatever it is. You know, 33, you're not you're not 23 anymore. That's it. Okay, guys, to put a bow on this, the Celtic uniforms, I don't like them because they remind me of Milwaukee and Kurt Benson, and, and, and they remind me of Jack <laughs> Sigma and the Seattle Sonics. Uh, Bob, your thoughts? I like them. I thought they were stylish, and I just think – but I just think that – that uh, uh, white should be home always, and then uh, that's any all sports. I'm sorry, I so I'm never get it. But I, but if you're gonna have to have them, I I give them a thumbs up. They're okay with me. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It gives me Paul Pressy memories, so I'm good. Paul Pressy, that's a better one than Benson. Moncrief and I think Benson actually. Has I happen to like. Yeah. I happen to like Jack Sigma, so uh, that's okay with me. Oh, he's a good player. I mean, of course you did. Hey, he was a traditional big. <laughs> A seventies and eighties big, unstoppable step back. Let me tell you, right you now. did. Oh, you did. But a key moment in a seventh game. Robert Parrish stuffed that, <laughs> stepped that right into the tenth row. Out of boy, Unis, the Yankees, the Celtics. 
I don't know. I guess you could say the Giants or the Bears with football, the Canadians, the Blackhawks and the Bruins. Those uniforms should never change. Like for me, like I'm just, I want the Celtics. I, I just give me the same white and green. I guess. Everybody's doing it. You I, got, I, hey. I, know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But that's my sailed for all of us, unfortunately. Yeah. My favorite uniform in sports is still the simple beauty of the Cardinals with the teeter totter Redbirds on right. the bat. I love that's that. Good. I like the Canadians. Canadians is my, yeah. my favorite. Yabs. Love them. Yabs. Love them. Les habitants. Au revoir, gentlemen. Au revoir, messieurs. Hey, guys.